Yo, yo, this is Justin B. Bieber. Hey, it's Ariana Grande. Just the interviews. A Zach Sang Show exclusive podcast. You are a beautiful human. Hi. We're about to talk to Jack Galinsky of Jack and Jack, and I'm here with Daniel. Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing okay. Rick Dog Sanchez is here too. Um, hey. I'm in control of this ship. We're doing it from home. And uh, this conversation sponsored by Total Wireless. Total Wireless, Total Confidence. Never been a better time to make the move to Total Wireless. Where's my dog, Lou? All right. I think I, my heart's racing. My heart's like beating and we're not even like live or anything. Like I'm freaking out. Jack Kalinsky is definitely here. And I think your heart is racing because there's a lot going on. Today is a big day for you. Yes. Today, today is like one of the biggest days I think of my entire life. Which is which is crazy to think about, but it really is. It's the beginning of a new chapter. It's the beginning of, hopefully, the rest of my life. You know, that's the goal. Can you describe what that chapter ideally looks like in your brain. I mean, I my mind has been racing for like eight months at this point, but in the last twenty four hours, it's accelerated like tenfold. Because I've I've realized that it's it's happening. There's like it's submitted. The song is coming out. The video is coming out. My first impression is moments away. And what it looks like in my mind is, you know, ideally, like, I, I, want, a, I want a legit career. I want a music career. I want to influence as many people as I can, just just as I wanted to. Oh, no. Jack and I feel like. Oh, no. You're going, you're going out. What? Sorry. Did you lose me? Oh, my God. I was so passionate. Keep going. You were saying, I want, I want to influence people. I want to influence people. I mean, that's always the goal. Uh, my neighbor's outside and he has a he has a panda hat on, like a whole mascot head. I don't know how. Um, sorry, I'm getting really distracted. I kind of want to see, but also safety first. I don't – yeah, he's like way over there. Like if I had like a Zoom camera, I would show you. But okay, sorry, I'm ADD as hell. But um, I, I don't really have any expectations. It's really just a chance – for me to just present myself as an individual for the first time, which is, which is so exciting for me. Like, I'm like, I don't even know how to talk. Like I'm, I'm nervous all the time, like all the time. Like, and obviously there's a ton of pressure, you know, like I want to make sure that all of our, our fans still love what I do. Well, my question to you is like, what is pressure about it if this is like what you were meant to do slash what you feel like you were and are supposed to do, right? Because from what I've gathered about this project, this is like you, you, you know, there's a difference between what this record is and what it means compared to everything and anything else you've ever put out there. So what I'm asking is if this chapter is a hundred percent you, what is nerve wracking about that? Is it the fact like are you are you afraid people aren't going to be down for the real you? I well that yeah yeah literally like I think it's just the fact that I've never shown myself fully to this degree you know like if that makes sense like I've always been a part of something that was public and something that you can search for hours and watch endless videos about but it it's different when it's like. You know, I'm sure Jack Jade will say the same thing. It's like, it's just different when it's all eyes on just you. I don't know. And I, I know there's millions of artists who experience this and it's, it's like no big deal for them because it's all they've known. But coming from a group or a duo, like it's 
it's just I, I don't know. I'm like so nervous even just talking to you guys right now about it because it's like I, I, I have no idea what's going to happen. And I think that's the thing is like you said, if it truly is like you, then what is there to be nervous about? And I think that's just a part of my crazy brain. Like I'm, I'm so insecure and I'm so self-conscious about everything that I do. Will people that, accept the real you? Because they've accepted this weird like internet vine meanie version of you, I guess. Yeah. Right? Like the Cali Brasca <laughs> version of you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, and like I love that too. And that is me. I'm not saying I haven't given myself to my fans in the past because I totally have. And I, I feel like they've totally gotten to know me. But this is just like a deeper vibe, you know? As close as two people are, they're never going to agree on every little detail about everything. So anything that we would put out as Jack and Jack, you know, we we found a common ground and we ran with it and we worked with it because that's how you do it when you're in a partnership in a business. And, um, now it's like, it's weird. Like when my manager texts me, it's like, I have the final say like that. It like that. I don't want that to sound wrong or like weird or shady, but like, it's just like, it's all up to me, which is like, just, I don't know. It's like overwhelming. And it makes me think like, do I even, know what I like like do I like this like I'm trying to pick the thumbnail for my video and it's like I like I don't know like it's something that probably shouldn't be so hard but it's like I'm thinking so hard about every new person who doesn't know who I am like looking at the thumbnail and judging the thumbnail and like I'm not going to click on it because of the thumbnail like shit that just doesn't even matter but it's just something new you know like I might divert to Johnson's opinion on that if it were a Jack and Jack thing and be like yo just pick it because like I'm way more indecisive. It's like, it doesn't even matter what it is anyways, but I, I have, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like a new thing. And I'm fully feeling like so vulnerable that I'm like so excited and so nervous at the same time. If that makes sense. I, I understand. Cause it is, I, I don't know. You felt safe before because they were fans in a community that had been with you for a very long time. Like you guys have been creating content for quite some time. Yeah, seven years, man, like 2013. So it's, and it's also like I was in a duo with someone who is so smart and so just naturally intelligent and can speak extremely well publicly. And I am not that way. So <laughs> I have no one to lean on anymore. And that's like one of the scariest parts is like, you know, this is one of my first interview, if you want to call it that. And um, which I appreciate you guys being on board to do this with me, but Get here. he, uh, you know, it's just, I, I have no one to lean on anymore. And, uh, that's awesome because it's pushing me out of my comfort zone and it will reveal a side of me. I'm sure that a lot of people don't always see, but I'm definitely sad. I'm like, dude, like, can Johnson just be in here and just like kind of answer these questions for me? <laughs> but it's exciting because now I can speak fully and not that we would cut each other off, but we would cut each other off, you know, and it's like we would start speaking over the other one completely just like because we felt like talking in the moment. But it might have cut off like something beautiful, you know, that we just didn't even know was coming. And I'm sure I cut Johnson off a million times, too. But he's just way better at getting to the point and letting everyone watching understand what he's saying. For me, it's like there's a million things happening in my mind, and I'm like, okay, yeah, this is making sense. And then, like, like three minutes into me talking, I'm like, what was the question? What am I trying to answer right now? Like, 
I don't even know. So that's like a huge part for me. I'm, I really got to work on like speaking publicly. <laughs> just be yourself, man. That's all that matters. I think if you're just yourself, people are going to love and accept you. You know, don't try to play an act. That's and that's what I'm trying to do. I just want to be myself. And I think you'll see that, especially in this video. I always had like a, a crazy concept for my first debut solo single, you know, to have this crazy budget and crazy like everything. But of course, we're in quarantine and I didn't want to let that stop me because my choice was push this back another two months, which even if I did that, maybe it gets pushed back another two months because who knows how long this pandemic is going to be going on and how long people are going to be getting deathly ill and how long it will be until we can get on planes and not feel guilty about maybe unknowingly transferring this insane virus to other people who are at higher risk. Like, I didn't want to keep putting it back and back and back. We've already pushed it back like literally eight months, which is crazy because I know the fans just kind of found out about a lot of this stuff. But um yeah, so I, I was you like, you originally know, push it back eight months. Um, well, there was a number of things we had. We had uh, I had so many options as to what I wanted to be like my lead single, so to speak. But I, I didn't want like my first song to be like I didn't want it to seem like it was something that just didn't fully come from me. And um, that's, you know, sometimes like I feel like with a big new artist push, the label, you know, is so excited and I, I'm so grateful that they're so excited, but I didn't want to go with something that was like completely pop radio or completely just, you know, sounding like something that the industry kind of planted. I wanted it to sound like, okay, this is the kind of music that this kid likes and this is the stuff that he wants to share. So this first song is like totally something that I would listen to. And I feel like there was just a lot of back and forth and figuring out like, what the right move was but at the end of the day no one can tell you what the right move is you just you just got to move and just make some moves and that's when i got home right my mind is always thinking i think so much more clearly when i'm with my family and when i'm in, when i'm in nebraska cuz there's like zero distractions especially because we're in quarantine so you know there's no i'm not going out to a club and some kid is like hey i like that you know like nothing is swaying my opinion yeah. right now and my my family is so supportive so I think extremely clearly here and I can make decisions way easier than I normally can because I'm usually weighing the opinions of every one of my friends and people I don't even know. Noise, dude, noise. It's noise, it really is. And it's, it's like, this is no one else's career but mine. And I feel like I've really started to realize that even just in the last month. And so that's why I say I'm really happy with, with how the video came out and what song I chose to do because You'll see when the video comes out. I don't know if have you guys seen it yet. I have. We have. Wait, Rick, okay. Rick Dog hasn't. I'm sorry. I haven't seen it because Zach sucks and didn't send it to me. Well. But I'm sure it's fantastic. <laughs> well, you have full permission to send it to whoever you want because it's coming out tonight, anyways. But um, it you can see it, and I know you guys probably saw. It. It's like you can tell I filmed it with an iPhone. You can tell I, you know, a lot of this stuff came from my own brain, and I was just trying things like just to see what could be cool. I filmed it with like one of my best friends next to Jack J. His name's Josh Sullivan. And he's like, just this kid, you know, he's just like a kid who lives in Omaha, but he filmed my, mu he filmed my music video. That's like my best friend. And it's, it's so cool because it feels so organic and so genuine to who I am, which to be honest is not how I expected to launch my solo career. Cause I knew there was a lot, you know, behind it. And I knew there was a lot of people counting on the first thing and, 
I don't know. I'm just, I'm honestly so happy that it, that it's come out the way it has, because I don't know how you guys feel about the video, but I'm, I'm like, I love it. I love Don Tolliver's part. It's like, he's himself. Like, I love it. I feel like it's a true representation of me, the music and the collaboration. Let's dive into the record. It's my love. There's going to be a link in the description to watch the video. Uh, it is, it's a great record, man. And it is you. It's very much your story to a certain degree. I understand. I like, I hear your life in the lyrics. Um, but yeah, the video is great. It, it, weird to do a quarantine video, obviously compared to everything else you've had to do and every yeah. other budget to every other project you've worked on. But where did the dance come from? Dude, the dance, like that's something that nobody, that's another part that I'm so excited about. Because I love to dance. I grew up singing and dancing. I have two older sisters. So like I was forced to try out for show choir in fifth or sixth grade. And I was like, no, I want to play football. You know, like I want to play basketball. I want to be varsity sports. And that could have happened too. But I like fully committed once I made show choir. And I'm so glad that I did because that's, like I love, I love moving. Even though I look like a dork sometimes, moving like I'm trying to get better and better and better. And so I feel like that's a big difference, coming from Jack and Jack, um, moving into like my own solo career. Like I wanna, I wanna be moving. I wanna like have, you know, I wanna, I wanna move. I wanna like show people that I'm, I'm multifaceted and I can, I can move. I wanna sing. I wanna play instruments. And I feel like, not that the lane wasn't there for me to do that in Jack and Jack. I guess. It was just too easy to not in Jack and Jack. And and we were just fine doing the way we were doing things. And so um, I, I don't know. That, that was a big thing for me when I was talking to my manager. I was like, yo, I want to get in with like, you know, s someone who can teach me to kind of move a little bit more naturally than I am right now. You know, I have some goofy tendencies, but that's also something that you that you got to lean into a little bit. You know, you got to be you and show people this is the way I move this is the way I sing this is the way I play whatever it is like I want it I want it to start like this because I want people to be able to see the progression and I know that's something they've never seen like I never danced in a music video before this um, but is that something that you noticed like heavily when you watched it for the first time yeah totally <laughs> is your hey. moves in the red tracksuit and you fuck with it? And the glove. I fuck with it. Oh, the Givenchy gloves? Yeah, my <laughs> – that's, like, totally – I don't know if I would go out and walk the streets, like, wearing, like, uh, like Givenchy gloves and stuff. But that's actually – I think it's fly as fuck. And for a music video, it works, you know? Yeah. Like, I love, I love it. And so I had these gloves, and I was like, all right, I'm just, I'm just going to wear them and see what's up. And then the director, Diane Martell, who is a genius and is the only reason that this looks – like at all, like a real music video. Um, she was like, yo, you have to wear that red tracksuit with those uh, Jordan ones and you have to put those Givenchy gloves on. I was like, all right, let's, let's do it. And I, I, I'm, I don't know. I'm like, I'm blown away by the way it looks because you should just, I did, I did probably, I don't know how many hours, but I took so many hours worth of footage and I was so scared about how it was going to be edited together. But um, the editor, Jeremy, and my director, Diane Martel, who's also like my overall creative director, is just a savage. And they put so much time in and made me look so much better than I ever thought I would look, you know. And so I'm I don't know. I'm just happy. 
question. You talked about like playing sports and like you could have kept with sports. You could have kept doing that instead of like going the show choir route. Has there ever been a moment like post all that that you thought like, ah, oh, I wish I, I wish I played sports. I could be doing this right now. Dude, you know what? When me, when me and uh, my manager, Adam, sat down to kind of talk about, um, like, you know, what the plan was and, like, really seriously talking about having, like, a solo career, um, both me and Johnson, one of the first things I mentioned was, like, yo, after, uh, after like, we get something going, like, I want to do, like, a Netflix documentary of me trying out for the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, bro, what? Like, you're, like you weigh like 170, like you're never going to be in the NFL. You're like 5'11", 6 foot. I'm like, no, trust me, trust me. If I train and I work hard enough, I can be a wide receiver in the NFL. He's <laughs> like, dude, you're crazy. But so to answer your question, there is that lingering like passion that's like, I was never that good at sports because I never really applied myself. But I know that I have the ability to do anything that I put my mind to. And if I get as successful as I want to in in a certain area i for sure want to like do random shit that that nobody's done it's kind of like you know um you see like social media celebrities like selling out the staples center and uh putting on boxing matches like that's the coolest shit ever i want to i want to walk onto a team in the nfl like i want to and i know that i can if i put the work in but uh that seems like insane and i probably would never i don't know if that'll ever happen but it's definitely a goal and i i always think about sports i always think about going a different way like sometimes i think about like man i had this dream to like um to run like one of those lifts in colorado you know what i'm saying and like you know they scrape like the snow so you can get on like the chair lifts like safely and stuff i wanted to be that guy for some reason i don't know i was in love with snowboarding and i wanted to be that guy but that's like a little bit of like, you know, I, if you love doing that, that's great. But for me, it just seemed like it was a little bit of like a settle move. And so um, I chose to pursue music. But that's in the back of my head. I want to run like some cool like dive bar on some beach in the Caribbean. <laughs> that's also been like a dream of mine. Hell yeah. I'll join you for that one. Love yeah, that. man. Big <laughs> drink for sure. So I don't know. That's always been... That's my dad. Hi. Um, hey, dad. <laughs> you can say hi. Hello. Yeah, Hello. so we're all working from home. And uh, it's funny because, um, I, like, my, my whole family, you know, they have, like, jobs that work normal hours, and I just don't. And so I sleep until, like, 12, probably, like, noonish. And I'm sure they've been like, yo, this kid's a bum. Like, he's not doing anything. <laughs> But I've been I've been filming it like all hours of the night and random hours during the day. And I've kind of kept my family a little bit in the dark. I've just been with my director going back and forth. And every now and then, like, you know, I'll be like, Dad, please, can you can you come hold like your flashlight up? I need a, I need your flashlight for this <laughs> shot. And like he's like, sure, whatever. And so like they've all been a part of like random parts of the making of this of this music video, but they had no idea that I was like doing all the sheets stuff in my room, like alone, and like the stuff I filmed with my best friend. And so I showed them the music video last night, and they're like, "When when did you do this? Like what? How did?" And so it's just funny because I totally am working just as hard as them every day, but it's completely different. They're all sitting at their desks from nine a.m. until five p.m. and they're and they're 
like to me, I'm like, I don't know how you guys do that. Like, that's amazing. Different grind. But they're looking right back at me and they're like, how did you even, when did this happen? And I just, that was such a moment for me last night. We were pouring up margaritas. I got to show my best friend in the video and he filmed half of it. Everyone was like, it was just such a good vibe. And I feel like that, that eased my nerves a little bit when my whole family was like, yo, this is sick. My friend who shot it was like, yo, this came out way better than I thought it was going to look. <laughs> so Jack, he has no idea what he's doing either. Like, we're just messing around. Like, I don't know. So, Jack, what? tell us the story behind the song, how it started, all that. Mm. Okay. So, my love was made on July 7th of 2019. And I don't know why I remember that. I'm really good with dates though and numbers, but not like math, but just like remembering dates. Like if you told me your birthday, I'll remember it. Um, but July 7th, see what I'm saying? Like I can't speak. <laughs> I, like, dude, I can't. I just like so many things go on. You're doing brain. great. Okay, so July 7th, 2019, I was, uh, I remember Adam was like, hey man, um, I booked a studio session with this really cool guy named JR. Um, and uh, you're going to go in with Jay Cash, who was already uh, going to executive produce my first project. And he's a, an insanely talented writer who's so wrote, gifted. written so many hits. Um, and so I was like, hype. I was like, yo, I know who JR is. Like, What You Say by Jason Derulo was like my shit in 2008. Ooh, like, what you I, I love that song and JR, which I'm actually mad because the like we decided not to use his tag at the beginning of the song for whatever reason, and I'm like low key regretting that now. But um, anyways, we go into JR's studio. He has this amazing studio in Hollywood, and uh, we ended up writing that song in like like two hours. It was really quick, and uh, I think like John Ryan, this really talented writer, was there as well. But basically, for me, you know, it started off, and it, it, all these writers are like, so like, what do you want to make music about? And for me, like, I'm always, I'm very emotional, you know, and I don't, when I live in LA, I don't talk to like my sisters as much as I should. And the big thing with my sisters is they kind of help me through like my, my troubles with, with girls. And uh, so this was at a time where I wasn't really like, I wasn't letting anything out to anybody because it just, I don't know, I just wasn't. And so I finally, you know, vented to the whole group of people that, and they're writing the song with me and I was talking about a relationship of mine and that's basically the song that what the song is about for me I mean it's it's definitely about like the love of your life you know like my love and we all have our own but like for me it's like I will love you and I hope that you love me forever no matter what like we could go through all this crazy shit but it's it's love at the end of the day like I'm yours and you're mine and so literally in the lyrics like that's what I say even if we're on a break, you're still mine and you know I'm still yours. Um, but then it goes more into like the idea of self-love. And I start talking about, you know, don't make me find someone who knows how to do the little things you do with my love. And it's like not so threatening, but it's almost like me realizing like if I'm not getting the love that I feel like I deserve or you're not reciprocating the love that I'm giving to you back to me, then then I I have to do myself, you know, a favor and I gotta, I gotta Get be out. my own person. And so those are the two feelings. And it's almost like contradicting feelings because I'm saying that I love you no matter what, and I'll be there for you no matter what. But that's something that you say, you know, to the love of your life. And you really mean it when you say it, but 
then reflecting on it, you're kind of like, well, hey, I'm still me. Like I, I have to watch out for me. This is my life and no one else is going to watch out for me. So I got to make sure that I'm, you know, being loved the way that I want to be loved. And so that's, that's what it is. It's like kind of, it pulls you in two different directions, but that's, that's what it is for me. I feel like a song that like is connected to two different parts of your life. Like, yeah, like a physical relationship with somebody that you're sexually attracted to, but like also like it could also be a friendship. It could be a partnership. It could be you and Jack Jay. Yeah. Like it really could. There's, there's different ways to interpret yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I mean, of course, if you're taking it literally, I, I mean, I hope this song's not about Jack J, but if, if you're looking at it from a general perspective, for sure, like, yeah, I could attach that song to any relationship in my life. I mean, I'm never going to, like, leave my mom. Like, that's my mom. But, like, it could be about any single relationship in my life. For me, it just came from, like, a very real place, um, you know, and it was stuff that I was feeling heavily. And that's also like a weird thing about releasing music, you know, on the, on like the label schedule, on your schedule. Like I might write a song that I feel so strongly about um, in September and then like, okay, Jack, it's time to go. We're going to do your big thing. But it's like eight months or a year later. And it's weird because like the song might come out and people are, you know, your fans are going to respond to it and, you know, develop their own opinions and theories about the song, but it, it might not be relevant to what's actually going on in your life right yeah, now. Totally. And so that's an interesting part about being an artist. And I feel like I'm going to have to kind of like let that be because I know a million people are going to say a million things, but that's also what I want. I want people to develop their own opinions and, and relate to it in their own way. And honestly, I don't even want people to think about me when they listen to the song. You know, I want them to just like hear it and feel like they can relate to it so what does the record mean for you in your life then is it a closing of one door like is it like officially moving on from something like like what what purpose does it serve for you larger than just a song to put out into the world dude i don't even know how to answer that like because i don't even know like in in my in my love like it's all over the place, dude. It's like, it's constant, you know, that's why I don't, I don't love to talk about it because it's like one day it's this, the next day it's that. Like, and I, I don't, I don't even know what to say. I feel like I'm going to talk myself into a bad place here, but um, it's like, it's just love. Like that, like, I see, this is where I need Jack. Day. Like, right. He's like, yeah, yeah. So this God, he'd be in this um <laughs> for me this this it's it's not necessarily an accurate representation of like directly where i'm at in my personal relationship with the person that i love but um in general like if you if you look at the whole year you know past year of my life it's for sure accurate you know it's 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 that's the vibe of of my relationship and like not, try, not trying to get too detailed but you know we're hot and we're cold and it's like it's cool because when we're together it's like we fucking love each other and we can tell each other everything and we have great times together but then you know there's other times where it's like we're both doing our own thing and i know that 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 eats away at the other's heart a little bit and so it's like you hate you love you hate you love but it's like we just will always be there for each other you know it's it's one of those things 
Wow, you well, did a great job. Did, was that okay? Like, <laughs> you you're great. I would say there's the lyric, you got a new man, but I know it's me you're missing. How does that make you feel when you see, your, you know, an ex with somebody else? Oh, bro, it fucking breaks my heart into a million pieces. Like, it sucks. But at the same time, there is, there is like a little bit of maturity that comes, I mean, obviously with just growing up, you know, and you realize like, okay, like at the bottom of everything, at the end of the day, no matter what, like, isn't the point to be happy, right? And so if I'm happy and this person's happy and we're not together, then is that such a bad thing? You know, it's like, we're, if we're happy, that's, that's, that's the goal. Like, that's, that's what I want at the end of the day. And that takes a lot of like maturity to be like, you know, I just want you to be happy. Like younger me would be like, no, 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 no. I want you to be with me. Like, duh. Like, but no, like you can't control someone else and you have to live life and let life happen. And, uh, it definitely, you know, I would never lie and say like, nah, nah, that shit don't phase me. I got, you know, I got a million girls. Like, no, like, no, like I'm not like a rapper, but, uh, you know, it hurts. And it's like, that's just like a vulnerable part of life that you have to accept. And it's like, who knows who, who is going to end up with. But, um, I, as long as like, I feel like that person is being treated well by whoever they're with and I'm, then that makes me happy because I, I want to be happy and, I want I want them to be happy. Now, in the opening, the opening line, or somewhere in the beginning, do you say as long as we don't cross that one line? Yeah. What does what does that mean, dude? I have no idea. I actually have no idea what that line means. I don't know what that one line is. Every time, like I was performing it in the backyard, I was like, "What is this line?" Like we've gone there. We are past that line. So it's basically. For me, how I would describe it, it's it's almost like me being in denial a little bit. It's like as if we haven't already crossed the line, which like, you know, it's like we're way past that at this point. There's nothing that they could do or that I could do that would really change the feelings that I have for them because we've cut so deep at this point. And, you know, it's like it's something that we just accept. It's like like. It's just, you know, it's just, that's what love is. And sometimes it sucks because you feel like, man, I'm doing myself like a disjustice by even letting myself feel something for this person after all this. But it's like, no, like, no, it's, that's love. It's fucked up. Love is fucked up in general. And I know some people do have perfect relationships and I admire those people. I don't know how that works, but for me, it's not that way. Love has never been easy. Love is love has never just come as second nature. It's something that if you really want it in your life, you have to work so hard to maintain it and to I, like you just have to. I don't know. It's it's a lot of work. It's not just like it's easy. You know, there's so many things. You're you're responsible for someone else's feelings essentially, and that's that's a huge responsibility. So. Uh, I don't know what that one line is. I don't know what that, I don't know if there's anything that she could do that would actually make me fall out of love with her. You know, it's just like, it'll happen naturally if it happens, but it's just, that's love for me. I don't know. Well, you you keep talking about this person and she is, and with this song specifically, is it hard for you to talk about that knowing people are going to speculate who you're talking about? Um, honestly, I don't think, no, I don't think it's hard because it's something that we've talked about a lot and we know that I don't want this to be like 
I don't want it to be like the epicenter of my career, you know, like I don't want that to be the only thing that I ever talk about. Um, and I know that 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 person wouldn't want that either. Like we don't want a career off of a relationship. We want to have our own separate careers in music. And so to me, it's just like a part of my life. And I want to be as open and honest as I can be without, you know, fully being just like too detailed and putting our entire lives and relationships out there. But um, yeah, it's not hard for me to talk about because I like we're in we're in communication and we can talk about like, hey, I just said this in an interview, like, you know, make sure if, if you get asked about this, like, you know, let's just be on the same page. And so that we're, we're completely cool with that right now. And um, yeah, it's not hard. It's like, I feel like it's so awkward when you like obviously are avoiding it, which was like the way I was handling it for years because we just had a messy thing. And uh, even still, like, I'm not trying to like drop a name, but you know, like it's obvious. And so I'm not gonna try to hide or run from that. That's a part of my life. And I made that extremely public, you know, on my own. And so I can't expect people to just like, never ask me or completely avoid every question that's ever driven towards that thing you know i gotta i gotta just be honest you know like i said without revealing like every little detail there's a lot going on here there's a brand new song there's a whole start of a whole new i mean is it fair to say like a whole new career fuck yeah dude this shit's gonna be crazy i promise you i'm like i'm going balls to the wall like this i'm putting everything i have into this would you say that Jack and Jack are no more officially? Oh my God. Like that, that actually, when I see this and I know we haven't probably been as open as we could have been about this, but it actually makes me laugh when I see certain things like from fans that have been fans of ours for five or six years. And they're, they're seriously concerned about us even being friends, which to me is like, like that just would that just is silly. Like we, that would never happen. And so I, we laugh about it. Me and Jack J. Like he'll send me something of like you know someone saying something online, and it's like, dude, if only they knew like we were playing like COD right now together, and like we're like killing, like you know, like we're it, we like I don't know. Like for the last eight months, we've been really quiet um, in terms of like posting together. And part of that is just because I didn't post for like literally half a year. Um, and I was never in any Snapchat stories and my friends know, you know, like just don't put G in the stories. Like he really doesn't like that for whatever reason, you know? And so we haven't been seen together and I get why that uh, some, some people or some fans might think like, oh my God, this is over. But it's just not, that's not the case at all. And, and that's my guy. Like I have to talk to him once a day. Like, oh, it's like I just, the part of it let's go back to the beginning when did you or who realized out of the two of you that this needed to come to an end well that's i don't even think that that ever happened i don't know if you guys remember um our last conversation when we when we brought the don julio but yes we were we were (laughs) we were loose and we were being honest and uh i know we we brought it up like you asked a question like solo tapes like what's you know is that a possibility and that's been something that we've talked about, I mean, it, since literally 2014. Um, as soon as we realized that we kind of each had our own like style and swag on the mic and uh, specifically with music, like we had our own vibes. We knew that one day, like, I want to make a song by myself. And, and he, he had been doing that um, since the very beginning because he's just, 
he's just so creative and he can't hold himself back. So, you know, he's making songs with our buddy Nate and he was making songs with our other buddy Rupp and like he would put out random stuff that he made on SoundCloud. And that was always cool with me. I was like, yo, this is seamless. Like you, hell yeah, like let's do that. And so we never had a conversation about um, like, is this the end? But what really, what, what the conversation was, uh, I remember last March, so like 13 months ago, which is crazy that it's been this long, but I remember the conversation was more like, is it like, do you think it's cool that, that we kind of put this on hold for right now? Um, and like, how, how are our fans going to react to that? Like, is this a bad idea? You know, we're coming off a single that has 150 million streams, like, and then another one that has like half a billion on a, a feature, you know, in the UK, like it was a weird moment yeah, like, for why? us. Because why would you put everything it, on hold? I Yeah. Right. Like, it's almost like weird, but you can't fight the feeling. Right. And so that the feeling for us was like, yo, we're ready. Like we feel like kind of accomplished. Like we've gone on like three world tours. Basically we've had sold out nights. We've had uh, thousands of fans waiting outside of hotels. Like there's girls and guys with lyrics that we wrote from our own minds tattooed on their skin. Like we've taken this far and like way further than we ever thought we ever would. And so we felt, I don't know, like in a way we felt like we, we, we did what we came to do and we're not done, but I think it's, you know, while we're still young, we're 23 and 24 now. Like I want to make sure that I can put myself out there as an individual before I'm like, you know, before I'm like a man and I, I settle down with like, my wife and kids you know like i want to be able to go experience a solo career as well um and i've experienced a little bit of that with like some modeling stuff and whatnot but i really wanted to take it like to the next level and same with johnson and luckily we just we agreed i remember that day in march that like yo all right sweet like this is a good bookmark like a billion streams in a year sweet like that's a sick bookmark let's leave it right here and just wait for uh you know like see what we can do on our own and so i know it's weird like you're like why would you stop like you guys had a lot of momentum but it's this just like what we felt that's just like how it went and and i don't know and for us it's like we never felt like we were abandoning anything because like we're in constant communication and so i know for the fans it might it, it does seem like oh my god it's over but for us, it's like, it's literally no different than it was, you know, 12 months ago. So I don't know. It's like a weird situation. And that's why I feel like it's really important for us to address this, like as, as a duo, you know, as being together. I feel like it'd be smart to get him actually on this call. Yeah, please. Can we add Let's him in it. here? Fuck yeah. Get him I don't know line. if he's in. Jack Jay? JJ, I, I What's good, guys? Oh, yo. Can you see me? Can you hear me? Yeah, you look good. You both are How's wearing it, stripes. How's it going, gang? Are you wearing stripes, too? I can't even see. I, I don't see Zach. I don't Wait, see it? Zach. Yeah, my, my white stripes are a little more prominent. Your black stripes are a little more prominent. But, you know, it's the diametric <laughs> okay. duo right there. You know? It's the diametric duo, baby. We, we compliment each other. So how are you guys doing? What's up? Uh, we're doing okay. I lost you now. Where'd you go? I don't I'm see you guys here. Okay, wait. Am I back now? You yeah, you that? are. You are. You are. Okay, okay. I don't beautiful. See you guys. This makes me sad. Can you guys hear me all good? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we're good. Everybody. My back. Boom. 
Can you? Can you? I don't. What's good, guys? How y'all doing? We're doing okay. We have a lot to talk about here. Oh, can yeah. we do a lot? Can you a see lot of, me? A lot of there? To clear. No doubt. Can you see me, Johnson? Yeah, I can see you. I can see all four of you. Why can't I see Ricky Sanchez, Zach Sang, and Jack Johnson? <laughs> it's just me and Dan hanging out. <laughs> oh, you just only see Dan? <laughs> well, it's funny. I only see I only see Jack. <laughs> hey, we're meant to be, man. Looks like it. All right. Um, yeah. So Johnson, we were. I don't know if I can't see you, anyways. But whatever. We can keep talking. Um, we were just talking. You know, it got to the point. I guess fifty minutes in. Sorry to keep you waiting, Johnson. Um, but uh, we got to the point where we're talking about. You know, Zach was asking me. You guys were coming off. You know, like a sold out tour and, uh, you know, hundred million streams on a single. Like, why? Why would you stop? Why would you stop now? And I was just explaining to him. The vibe. And who brought up Sorry. the conversation yeah, no, I mean, first? It is a good, it is a good question for sure. Because you know, me and G did have a very big 2019, um, and you know, 2018 right before that. And you know, I think like in terms of music, I think we were like the most legitimized, um, in I guess the people's perception that we had been to date. And so, yeah. it definitely kind of felt like you know a weird place to to put the Jack and Jackson on a hiatus for a little bit. But I think at the end of the day, you know, G and I have been we've been like kind of just through the ropes over the last three, four years. And at the end of the day, like we, I think we did three, four tours. All these tours were kind of like similar venue, venue sizes. Like it, it felt like things were growing in terms of the music, but we were just like, how can we, how can we really maximize, I guess, our true potential um, and really kind of just, you know, maximize the amount of fans that we can bring in, you know? Uh, and so in our, in our minds, we're like, okay, obviously, you know, I, I love hip hop. I, lo I love to rap and, you know, there's been times on Jack and Jack songs where it feels like limiting, you know? It's like a lot of the times in these records, we have to kind of compromise. Not, I, I wouldn't even call it a compromise because I'm always so happy with everything that we end up putting out. But at the end of the day, like, neither of us was fully flourishing, you know, as an individual in these records. And, right. and it kind of felt like an opportunity to really showcase our individuality to the world, you know? Especially while, you know, we, we had these kind of eyeballs on us. And granted, it took a lot longer for, like, you know, the culmination of the music to get together and get out than we expected, you know, because we started having this conversation, what, like a year ago, probably a little more than a year ago, if anything. Yeah, yeah so, I remember between the two tours, which would have been March. Which would have been March, right? Yeah. yeah. So G, G and I were kind of just like, yo, how can we kind of hit just the fans from both angles and the world from both angles and really just maximize, you know, what we can do? And like, like G was saying, you know we're only getting older and the time is now to like showcase who we are as individuals as well as a duo. And so, you know, I think, I think this chapter was necessary for both of us. And I, I mean, I feel like I can speak for G by saying this has been a very liberating last like, you know, year in terms of yeah. just learning a lot about ourselves inside of the studio and just who we are as musicians, you know, further than just the duo aspect. Cause now we can kind of just dive into our own worlds and there's, there's nothing we have to kind of like meet in the middle with, you know, it's not like, Oh, Johnson, you got to cut this pre hook, even though like the song is, you know, it's a pop song. It feels like it's like a G song, but like, oh, it's like you got to go on there just for the sake of it being a duo song. Now, like, if it's a pop song that, you know, G wants to put out, he can just kill the pop song. And, you know, I can kind of hit them from my respective angle at the same time. So it kind of just feels like a very uh, necessary chapter in both of our lives. Would you consider Jack and Jack the duo artists or influencers? I think it's definitely a conglomeration of both. I mean, tell me if I'm wrong, too. <laughs> my bad. It's my mom's computer. Uh, she's gonna little yoga, yoga call or something. Yeah, something like that. No, but you were, you were saying something like really spot on, Johnson. Is like Jack and Jack. 
I wouldn't even say it leans more on influencer side or a, a music duo side. It's literally a friendship. Like that's literally what it is. And we're just very creative together. And so I feel like we did both very well. We're, we influenced a lot of people and we had a lot of streams on music related things. Um, so I don't like, I wouldn't even put a name or like a, what, what do you call it? Like a, a title on what we are. Yeah, 100%. You know, I would agree. I would say, like, you know, Jack and Jack is always going to be Jack and Jack. You know, you can't ever, like, remove that. But at the end of the day, like, musically, why, why would we not, you know, put our best foot forward in our own individual respects? You know, you see groups like the Migos doing this all the time or, like, Ray Shrimmer doing this all the time where, like, they'll yeah. go off, do their solo shit, and then whenever they get around to their next project, they get around to it. But it's, you know, it's a matter of showcasing who you are as an individual alongside with what we can bring to the table as a duo, you know, and... Like I said, it's it's a very necessary time in our lives, and I think we got to do it while we're still young. So, are we not closing the door on the opportunity or the possibility of maybe one day doing a record together again? Oh my oh, God, no way! Come on, that's crazy talk. Dude, I mean, we, like, have, bro, we actually um, have records that we make in my bedroom. That yes, we have this one record called Space, Space James. James. Yo, what is, Space oh, James. What is it called? I can't wait for you guys to hear Space James. Space, Space James. James. I'll, I'll send it to you, Zach. It's crazy. It's like on some Tame Impala like indie shit. It's like it's. It's crazy, dude. I mean, we're always getting creative. We're always making music all the time, even still while we're working on our, on our individual stuff. And so, I mean, that's completely like not out of the question, dude. I mean, we for sure want to make music again at some point, but we got to focus on one thing at a time. And, you know, while we're while we're putting out this individual way, we don't want there to be confusion. Um, and we want to make sure we showcase our abilities as individuals. And whenever we get back around to making our next record together, that'll that'll happen, you know. But yeah. Would you guys ever feature each other on a solo song or if you guys are together, is that a Jack and Jack song? Ooh, well, that's, that's interesting. I feel like we were talking about that at first, weren't we, G? About like, oh, we should both do a feature on the other person's record, like on one of the on one of the songs. We, we didn't up, we didn't end up doing it because we just wanted it to be like fully ours. Um, right. Know? And just like, yeah, just truly like not have any like muddled like confusion. That is such as, a good question, though. Right now. I, I don't I don't know. Like that could definitely happen, but at the same time, it's like, why not just put it out under Jack and Jack? But. I don't know, like if it's one person's vibe, like say it's a really rap heavy song and Johnson just wanted me to like sing a dope part or like sing a hook or something, like for sure I'd be so open to being on a Jack J song, like that'd be tight. No, yeah, I mean, I think that that'll definitely happen at some point for sure. But yeah, then I'm like, why would we not just call it Jack and Jack? I wonder. <laughs> yeah, right, we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get there, you feel me? <laughs> but that's the thing is like, I don't want... I don't want our fans to think this is the end of Jack and Jack and like, oh, you have to pick a side now or you can only support this or this. Like, like we we are best friends. Like, that's something that I need all of our fans to know. Like, we're, we're going to be in each other's lives every day forever. And that's that's just a given in my head. And so I want that to be a given in our fans' brains that it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, you know, when I release my single art, and I'm sure you'll see a lot of this too, Johnson, maybe not because I hope this clears it up. But, um, you know, like I saw a lot of comments that were like not so much a big fan of me putting out my own song. And that like really, that made me really sad, you know? And like, I, I won't say it like really hurt my feelings, even though it did. I, it just made me really sad because I'm like, yo, I wish they would, realize that that we're still just as close but of course we've we've kind of neglected them a little bit as far as no, for sure. For sure. you know letting them know and i feel extremely guilty about that that's why when i see like you know some anybody posting about it i'm like man they deserve to really know what's going on because if they just only knew 
they wouldn't at all feel any sort of way. What do they it's need just, to know? Well, I think what they need to know is like, I mean, it, this was a big conversation between G and I and our manager, Adam. We were like, we were like, how do we like address this the right way? And we thought it would be the best to do it like when, you know, the first song is coming out. And, you know, G, G unfortunately had to take the, the, the brunt of the scrutiny because he's putting the song out first because, you know, like they're all like, oh, G's the one going solo and like it's his decision. And like, you know, of course he gets all the backlash because his single's coming out before mine is. And so like, I get that. And that's like, you know, way to take that on the chin, G. You know, we got, we'll get through it together. But yeah. regardless, we're figuring out how to exactly address our fans in the right way. And I think a big part, G was talking about not clouding judgment a little bit earlier and we didn't want to necessarily get like pushback from our fans because we know wholeheartedly we, we want to do this chapter and dive into this chapter as individuals because we have to like for our own personal sake, you know, regardless of what anybody else thinks we have to do this. And so, um, we were like, yo, if we tell them like eight months in before a song comes out, like what if their judgment like starts clouding us and making us second guess this right. chapter, you know, like we want to make sure we address it like as it's coming out, like when it's actually happening and, now, I mean, luckily, like, you guys, you know, uh, brought us on and we can truly clear the air, like, you know, me and G in the same conversation, which was very necessary. And the biggest thing we want our fans to take away from this is that, you know, we're friends before any of this shit. You know, Jack and Jack isn't going anywhere. You know, if the music's going on hiatus, that doesn't mean Jack and Jack is broken up. That doesn't mean, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, people jump to conclusions. They start this allows you theorists. to explore new stuff. Conquer new Absolutely. challenges. I, I, it's so important, man. I like I you're, you're, you. You yeah. made some really good comparisons, Jack, of like a, you know, the different groups, Ray, uh, Ray Shrimmerd and all those other people. Like, a, you yeah, know, people go and they come. They go and they come. Yeah. yeah. It's like, why, would, why would you like? Why would you require your favorite artist to like just kind of stay in a box? Totally. You know? Like, I feel like our. Hopefully, our fans just completely understand where we're coming from and support both of us in our individual respects, and I know they will. You know. Um, and yeah, I know they will. I think, I think it was all just due to a lack of communication between us and the fans, but that had to be done because we had to take our time, you know, as musical artists and make what we felt like was us individually. And, you know, like Jack said, it would have completely clouded our, I know I have so much anxiety and I, I'm tweaking about, even if some random guy named Jeff says like, Hey man, I, I hate your hair. I'm like, hey, that's my brother's name. dude. Watch out. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. I take in everybody's opinion and I knew it would have just screwed with us if we told our fans too early because of course, you know, that if they fell in love with us as friends and they, you know, they have all these memories of coming to our concerts together and meeting all these friends through us and stuff like that. Of course, there's going to be some backlash and they're not going to want us to split, but it's a decision that we had to make, you know, just as us too, as people, um, before, you know, we made it, we made it a whole thing. So I'm glad we did we did it this way because I feel like we both are really proud of what we're coming out with. And I don't know what you want to say about your stuff, Johnson, but like his dude, like cannot wait for Johnson's stuff to drop. I'm like, I'm going to be one of his monthly listeners. Like that's the coolest thing is like, we're going to be able to support each other and then come back and do whatever we want to do together. But it's, it's like, there's no rules. And I, I hate that I hate that, uh, yeah, some people think that there's like, oh, you can only do this. No. Yeah, it has to be like in this box and stay there. And I think like the goal for G and I in a perfect world is like, yo, we, we branch off, you know, do the solo shit for a bit and, and maximize this and get out of this kind of stagnant place we were in with Jack and Jack. Because, you know, we were doing the same venues. Like, I think we did the House of Blues in D.C. like three times, you know, like same, yeah. you know, same crowd. And it's like, dude, how do we, of course, our fans are always there, but it's like, how do we capture the masses? And we're like, okay, if we kind of hit people with these two respective genres, lanes, I mean, in an ideal world, 
we can take over both. And then when we come back together for, you know, the, the reunion tour or whatever you want to call it, or, you know, the next wave of Jack and Jack music, it's only going to make that even bigger because we've both done so much in our individual respects, you know? And so, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. And I just hope the fans can just, you know, uh, understand where we're coming from and understand that we have to do this for us and for them. You know, they're going to get a, a new level of content and a new level of, you know, music that I feel like they've, that we haven't been able to tap into. By the way, Dan- yeah, they they don't even know what they've been what they've been deprived of. You know, these oh, past years, like, feed them. There's so many, there's so many things. And one thing I want to say, uh, while we still have Johnson or whenever, I don't know how long you guys have, but like, this is going to open up the floodgates of mine and Johnson's creativity uh, comedically together so much. I cannot wait. Like. I'm so glad that TikTok is a thing right now because it just feels like Vine to me. And I cannot wait to get back to our roots of creating like comedic content together because I think that's like a sweet spot for us. And we just, I can't wait. Like for some reason, I'm so excited and I feel like this is going to allow like a little bit of space instead of always thinking about music when we're together, we can start to just be creative and, and have fun in like the comedy aspect of things. Yeah, get back to the roots for sure. And like that that all, that really excites G and I is like, dude, we can keep like Jack and Jack completely alive via like the TikTok space, you know what I'm saying? While still putting out our individual yeah. music, you know? Like yes. nothing nothing changes between mine and G's dynamic outside of us just wanting to branch off and do solo projects, you know? It's, it's something that we had to do in order to liberate ourselves, you know? That's good to know because from the outside looking in for a while, it almost seems like you guys weren't friends anymore. Yeah, That's no, I get that. especially with G going ghost on social media for like six months. And like we kind of stopped posting on the Jack and Jack account while we were working on our individual shit. And and I totally get like where the conspiracies come from, you know, and yeah, I get sure. it. you know, a lot of times people jump to the worst case scenario because, you know, they're invested in us. A lot of these fans have been invested in our lives and, and vice versa. And we've really built this relationship, this family with them over the last four or five years. And I get where the fear comes into play, you know? Um, these these artists that you've really championed and supported your whole life and put so much time and effort and money into, they're just gonna go ghost on you and just call it quits. And we just wanna make sure our fans know that it is not the case at all, man. You know, Jack and Jack is still Jack and Jack and we just happen to be putting out music individually at this time and, you know, at this time and place in our lives, so. Yeah, that's, yeah. it's definitely something that was fucking with both of us mentally for a while. Like we would come together at the end of the day and we'd smoke a joint and we'd talk about like everything. And, you know, Johnson, of course, was like way more active on social media. So he was seeing this stuff on Twitter and he's like, dude, like I like I have to bite my tongue seeing some of this stuff because they literally think we're not friends. And I'm like, wait, what? Like, how? like I was completely unaware of this for a long time. And now, you know, that I've been way more active on social media, I, I honestly feel so bad that We've left so many people hanging and wondering, like, what's going on? But it had to be done. And so at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of glad with the way it went. So I hope that this helps clear the air around any, you know, diehard fan wanting to know what's going on or just anybody like yourself. You know, you said you thought you, maybe we broke up or we weren't friends. Like, it's just not the case. And so I hope people can understand or this can no, help dude. You. Yeah, I had, I had people coming to me, like, in the club and being like, dude, so what's up? Like, you and Jack are done? Like, literally, like, <laughs> random dudes I don't even know. And I'm like, I'm like, what? <laughs> like, how are you caught up in this whole conspiracy shit, too? But, no, and it's, 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 it's crazy, man. It's true because we have, like, a different social life almost, even though we have all the same friends. Like, I know that you, you know, you're the, you're the party king. Like, people, everybody knows you in L.A., at least. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, like, like you're the social one, you know. Like, if you know a Jack from Jack and Jack, you probably know Jack Johnson because he's he isn't standoffish. He's so welcoming. He's he's so easy to speak to. So He'll speak you. to any. 
Well, I don't know. I just feel like in person I get so insecure and I like shut myself down a little bit and I'm like looking around like uh, like it probably. He's a homebody. He's a homebody. I will say, you know, he. Uh, yeah, but it's really nice because when he gets back from the club, like I always have a joint rolled up. We're ready. I'm, I want to debrief. I want to hear what's <laughs> going on. Like, yo, tell me the gossip. Is this this person? Is this person? Hey we'll, get him, hey, we'll get him out every once in a while, though. Don't get it twisted. You know, when, <laughs> when G gets in his element, that kid becomes an animal. So. <laughs> Jack J, what was your first thoughts when you heard "My Love"? Dude, it's crazy. Uh, well, I heard the first version without Don on it. Like, I played him uh, that on like July eighth, the yeah, day after like I last summer. Yeah, like damn near a year ago, honestly. Uh, and then we were at we were eating at uh, this restaurant, Hugo's, which is so cool. They've got a mean Chipotle in, in the valley Chipotle. or on the west side. The North Hollywood, no, the Valley one, right? Wait. No, no, no. We were we were on Santa Monica. We grew up. Our stomping grounds is Hugo's on uh, Santa Monica. On, Cold water. Magnolia, yeah. Oh, but, uh, got it, got it, got it. You guys oh, are valid. This one was at, yeah. This was at we were in West Hollywood for this one on Santa Monica. That's like two minutes from where I'm at. Keep going. And so I had heard the song. I'm like, dude, the song's fire. Like, great. Like, just a combination of just R&B and pop. It's just like perfect up G's alley. You know what I'm saying? Um, Exactly kind of what I envisioned for him in his solo project. So I was like super stoked to hear that. And then G gets a call from Adam, our manager. Uh, he's like, hold up. I'm going to go to the bathroom real quick. I got to take this call. And so he talks to Adam. Um, and he comes back to the table and I could just tell something was up, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, gee, why are you like, you seem like you're like really excited about something. Like, what was that phone call? And he's like, dude, you can't tell anybody, bro. Like you can like all our friends, like we share so much with our friends and like, I'm much more like I, I play with my friends, all my bounces and stuff. G has been keeping the shit like super under wraps. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cause he doesn't want to be influenced in any way. Um, in terms of his direction and you know, uh, so he comes to the table after the phone call and he's like, just, you know, I see there's something in his eye. Like, he's just like super jittery and like excited. And I'm like, dude, what's up? And he's like, yo, so you know, Don Tolliver, right? And I'm like, dude, of course, you know, he just is coming up with Travis right now. Like he's been everywhere lately. He's like, dude, we just got him. Like there was a bunch of back and forth, but we finally just like got him locked down with this feature and, and he's in dude. And like, Adam's going to send me the song right now. And so we got to listen to it for the first time in the car. And we go into the car uh, right after we finished our meal, and G's got a nice speaker system in his Jeep, you know what I'm saying? He's got the subs in there and everything, so he can really bump and get a good true first impression. He puts it on, dude, and I was just like, whew, like, I heard the song, obviously, but once Don's part came in, I was like, dude, what a great feature, and way to catch him, like, on the upswing of his hype, you know what I'm saying? It's like a perfect, it's a perfect opportunity for G to, like, truly um, just get a cosign in that, in that fucking hip-hop world, you know? It's just, like, it's, it's awesome, dude, and I think uh, he brought so much flavor and sauce to that second verse, and... I think it's just great, dude. And when I heard it, though, we we had to run it back like four or five times the entire drive back to our apartment complex. And, dude, I was just so stoked. Because in my eyes, man, I want G to succeed just as much, if not more, as me. And so it's like I know his success is my success, and I know he views it the same way. And at the end of the day, dude, like, if he gets soaked over some shit, I'm just as stoked. I'm fully on page with it. And there's like no – like there's never any envy between us, which I love. That's how you know it's like just a true friendship. Like I'm just like, dude, fuck yes. This is like beautiful. This is amazing for you. And like – it's finally here. So if you guys are watching this, go stream that shit or I'm going to, I'm going to find you and I'm going to, I'm not, I'm not, pretty I'm pretty peaceful. No, that's another huge part. I love that point that you brought up. Like, I don't want anybody to think that this is any sort of competition or there's a rivalry now, yeah. or like, like we're going to fight to the death if we're like one and two on the charts. Like, no, like, this is all about love and support. And at the end of the day, we are family. We are best friends till death that's something it's a given even if we're on a break you're still mine you know what i'm saying so that <laughs> well, it wasn't about me huh 
<laughs> so that's I just want people to know it's like it's so much love between us and it's it's so much support even you know like we might be friends with some other artists and stuff like that but it's not even the same it's like with Johnson like that's that's my brother I want forever yeah exactly on both ends and I can't wait to release Space James one day you know what I'm saying <laughs> like that's that like a crazy, that that go crazy in the indie rock world I'm telling you bro <laughs> seriously Jack Johnson is there a date on your stuff uh, no set date, but um, the song is picked. The song is picked, and it's it's the awesome. song. It's, it's, uh, yeah, I don't want to give away too much because you know this isn't like my moment to to talk about release right now. But um, I'm just super excited, man. It's you know it's this this chapter's really allowed me to dive into my my lyrical ability, and you know there's certain songs that I'm coming out with that have like multiple like 64 bar verses, which like you know I probably would have never been able to do in a Jack and Jack track, and you you know really showcase. Like, you know, my storytelling and, like, you know, my, my true hip-hop ability. And, and it's not all hip-hop, but, um, yeah, dude, it's, like, there's so much in the vault. And likewise with G, we've been playing each other our stuff, and I'm just stoked, dude. It's, like, it's all around the corner, you know? My, my stuff's going to be coming shortly after this. And, and uh, yeah, dude, we're just going to start hitting them from both angles, and I'm just really excited for what the future holds. Well, come here and share that story with us, please. I appreciate you very deeply. I will, dude. We'll, uh, we'll have a sit-down for sure when, I, when I'm coming up to release, I, for sure. And I'm hoping it will be in person. Uh, you know yeah hopefully hopefully you know this isn't this isn't you know still the current state of the world yeah, at that time are you guys doing good though you guys you guys staying safe are the family's good and everything they're okay everybody okay I'm, with you guys yeah washing my hands you know just playing my part <laughs> wearing my mask. Well, yeah luckily i'm i'm here in omaha with uh with like my whole family so you know i've, I've gone and visited my grandparents and we stayed like you know 13 feet away or whatever on the balcony when it was nice before it like started snowing like crazy oh um, my god it's insane i don't know i miss either. that dude yeah it's actually beautiful i have like neighbors and my neighbors have really young kids and they're like playing out making snowmans it's like a beautiful doesn't it make vibe. you want to have but, a child i i you know what this is also something i wanted to talk about um no, actually, I'm completely joking. No, I don't want to child anytime soon, probably. But maybe, you know, <laughs> who knows? <laughs> Daniel, what okay, are you? I'm gonna let you guys get back to your conversation. All right, thanks for thanks for cutting me in. Hey. Hopefully, this clears up some stuff with the fans. You know, I hope they can uh, just understand the whole scope of the scenario and only good things coming, only great things yeah. in the future. Sending you love and appreciation, my friend. It was really good to see and see your face and hear your voice. Likewise, man. I miss y'all. I'll talk to you soon, all right? When my, when my single's coming up, all right? Love, man. Right, I'll talk to you later. Daniel Zola, what are you thinking? Well, I just want to know, are you releasing music as Jack, Jack G, Linsky? So this has been a lot of the discussion. And honestly, part of the reason it took me eight months to finally get my act together. Um, I've decided to go with Jack Linsky because... That's who I identify with. That's like the name that completely, you know, it feels like me because that's what my teacher called me in kindergarten. And that's what my Instagram says. And, you know, it's just like, it's me. And if you're a big fan of me or if you have been in the past, like, you you know my name. And so I wanted to stay true so not everybody's all confused. I was about to go by Jack G. Um, and I don't know if I should even bring this up, but uh, like some crazy guy in the UK has that name and he's been known to, uh, I guess, just cause some legal issues. So I was like, I'm going to completely stay away from that guy. But uh, yeah, so and that that kind of feels a little elementary uh, to me because I literally went by Jack G in elementary school because it was always me and Jack in the same class. So there was Jack J and there was Jack G. 
Um, and so I'm glad. I'm glad. And my family is so happy. They're like, yes, put on for the Galinsky. <laughs> oh. And that was a little bit of like, uh, like I don't know, like Jack Galinsky. Like there's a little bit of a preconceived notion there, a stigma attached to that name, maybe because, you know, it sounds like Polish or Jewish or whatever. But at the end of the day, I'm like, yo, I, that's, that's that's my name, dude. Like I want I be me. And so if this is truly about being vulnerable and being myself, like that's the name that I ended up putting my finger on. Is there plans for an album or scatter releases eps what are you thinking there's definitely a plan for an album um not like a set in stone plan but in my mind i'm thinking that i will put out an album i feel like that's a must with with any artist you know if you want to gain followers and you want to build a fan base like i want to give them a piece of art that they can hold close to their heart and just listen to and digest all at once and so i'm not really that close to putting an album out but that's definitely something that i want to do and that's something that i've been talking to um jay cash and my manager adam about you know jay cash is already like he's like yo i'm on board like i want to executive produce this thing and I, like maroon five was one of my like songs about jane is literally mm -hmm. one of my albums of all time and i know jay cash didn't have a part of that but like they influenced me so much and even their new stuff girls like you like yo if someone gave me that demo oh my god you know so i'm like i'm i love the fact that jay cash is into it and i love the music that he makes so i'm very very ready to make an album but you know i'm not going to make it in omaha nebraska when we're in quarantine so it, it might be a little bit of uh, a little bit of time before that happens but I, I am going to release, I have like my second single already picked out and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> um, also, you've said a lot about being anxious and excited about this being your first thing on your own. What's your biggest worry about coming out with a single by yourself? I think I was just mainly worried about being judged by people who love me. You know, it's not all the haters that I'm like that concerned with because that's always going to come if you're someone that's popular or if you're all over the internet. So for me, it was like at night that what made it hard for me to sleep at night and my anxiety would spike is when I would think about the people who have cared and loved and supported me and come to live shows and hugged me in person. And, you know, we're such a big fan of me and Johnson and everything that we did. Um, and then them not supporting me now because, you know, they think something that's just not true. And so that was the biggest thing. Also, I guess something more generic would just be like being on stage fully alone that's something that definitely keeps me up i'm like i gotta work on my moves Dude, i gotta <laughs> i'm so excited for I, you to dance man <laughs> i'm excited to dance dude like i'm gonna be gigging like i hope you know <laughs> i'm gonna be having fun I, yeah are, i mean there's you, so many are you like doing your own choreography or somebody else like teaching you over like for the music video did you come up with those moves yourself or they talk well a lot of them are just freestyle like me and my buddy i'm so open with josh sullivan the guy who, who shot it and i was like hey i'm gonna do like a lot of weird shit but just like try not to laugh because i'm gonna try to keep a serious face and so I, a lot of it's freestyle but a lot of it um i did a couple of takes where there were some choreographed moves um by this man named calvit who is like an absolute legendary dancer one of the coolest hottest freshest dudes out there right now um and i know he works a lot with uh camila cabello and so I knew that he had, you know, the ability to do amazing things. But when we first started working together, he told me, he's like, dude, 
you know, I've been working a lot with Camila, but I'm really, I'm really interested in working with a guy, you know, it's always been a dream to work with like a young, a young dude doing his own thing. And so he was like, man, you seem like, you seem like you got the work ethic. You seem like you got it. So I can only hope that you're there putting in the work with me in, in the dance studio. And so I haven't actually physically met him. A lot of the people that I'm working with, I've never physically met, but it's just been FaceTime for like, you know, however many months. And um, yeah, it's something I'm really looking forward to is getting back to LA and getting in the dance studio physically with Calvit and, uh, and just, yeah, putting together a dance to my love that I can do uh, live and have different dances for different late night shows, hopefully, and stuff like that. Like that, yeah, hell yeah, I want to dance, dude. I want to do choreography, <laughs> but I also want the ability to look fly um, just by freestyling. And so that, what that means is I got to put in a million hours in the dance studio to the point where it Confidence, just feels- it's natural. Yeah, yeah. But I'm much, like I've been putting in a lot of time, it's probably been like six to eight months that I've been dancing like heavily and I feel way more confident moving, way more. Why did you decide to put a feature on your first song that you released on your own? That is a great question because that was a big conversation that I had to have with the team. You know, it's like I'm coming out of a duo. Isn't the point to kind of showcase my solo ability? Um, mm -hmm. But I, we came to the conclusion, and really I just came to the conclusion because it's crazy, but everything's up to me now. So I had to decide, like, what am I going to do? And I just felt like it was the right move. He's a guy that I'm a fan of. Um, you know, I was a fan of him before... I even ever thought to reach out to him or have my manager reach out to his or whatever. Uh, and I was always afraid that, you know, that would be the thing like, Oh wait, you're coming out with a solo thing, but you, you have someone else on your project. Like, is that like a big diss to Jack J? And that was something that I asked Johnson. I was like, are you going to feel offended if I put like a rapper on my song? Like after we're just not making music. And he was like, dude, what? No, like you got to make whatever you think is great. And I think Don Tolliver just elevated this song. You know, I wasn't sure until I heard his verse, but when I heard it, I was like, oh my God, okay, yeah, this is happening. So that definitely was like at least a month of thought, you know, put into that, just thinking like, is this the right move? But what it came down to for me is like, what did I like more? Did I like the version with him or without him? And for me, I liked, I liked the version with him more. And so, um, yeah, I know that's probably something that people will think, but I, I love it. Like, I'm like such a fan of it. And I hope that, you know, other 23 year old guys who listen to it can be a fan of it, too, um, along with all my fans, of course. By the way, my love deserves your ear. If you want to stream it, link in the description below. Jack Galinsky, full name only up in this bitch. Full name, dude. I'm so nervous. But let's go. I'm so excited. You have no idea how excited I am. Thank you guys for, for allowing me to talk for uh, what is um, an hour and 26 minutes about Jeez. this. Uh, it <laughs> means the world. I, I don't know how you're going to chop this down. I don't know if uh, anything I said is even worth using. Um, <laughs> I think the part with Jack J and it was really good because he, he – uh, Really good Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I'm sending you love and appreciation, my friend. I, I thank you for giving us time and energy, and I, I'm excited to watch you on this journey and, and really dive into this chapter. It's exciting. Man, I'm so excited. Zach, you've always been a real one. Thank you guys, all of you guys. I, I love you guys. I hope you're staying safe, staying healthy. This podcast is part of the Zach Sang Show Podcast Network.